0: Hey everybody and welcome to Ramadan Reflections I wanted to go through my reflections one week in to Ramadan 2020 And it's an interesting time because It's the first Ramadan where there's a global lockdown going on Especially and particularly in London And it's changing the dynamics of what is quintessentially Ramadan-like, shall I say. So I thought it'd be really interesting to speak about the things I'm going through and how I am coping with the transition. So as I said, I think we're probably day five or six into Ramadan and it's been a learning curve really. I think the first thing that I've noticed is adjusting to the timings. I know a lot of people suffer with sleep difficulties, they feel tired a lot and people start getting a lot of headaches so the first couple of days I didn't really suffer from any headaches as such or dehydration but I did really struggle with the the whole sleep side of things I found it extremely difficult on day one because I started um, on Friday and I am still working from home luckily I've been able to adjust my timings around so I'm really grateful for that but I remember heavily making sure I caught up on everything over the weekend but every weekday after the weekend I've really felt it and I guess that will happen because of the changing sleeping patterns and waking up before so sometimes I'm staying up and making sure that I eat and drink enough but other than that It's been pretty good. I've noticed that I'm having uh, some headaches as of probably three or four days in, unfortunately. And I don't know what that's about, really. I think it might be the body trying to climatize to the change in situation. It might be dehydration. It might be what I'm eating, but what I think it might be, you know, is my coffee habit, I do enjoy coffee as you'll grow to learn, I do believe life begins after coffee and I probably drink more coffee than I did after the lockdown and during the lockdown uh, than I did prior to it So I've gone from a couple of coffees every single day straight down to zero. Now I did indulge a little bit over the weekend, but as soon as it hit Sunday night, I didn't have any coffee and I had to quit cold turkey because I'm already tired as it is when it comes to work. I can't possibly risk having more coffee during the weekdays and struggle during the um daytime. I still need to get my, my work done, right? So I'm going through this weird coffee withdrawal phase it's probably why my headaches have come about but I think as with a lot of things I talk about it's a great opportunity to see what you can cut out see how much you can actually get done on what resources so I've actually managed to quit coffee in the past for up to four months I believe and I used Ramadan as a catalyst for getting that done and I've done it for the past few years probably five plus years I've managed to go without drinking coffee after Ramadan and the logic that I've had is it's crazy that I need coffee or I want coffee on a daily basis because we have to get so much done but I've noticed that during Ramadan I have had to function on very little sleep, I've had to commute in which has involved driving into work and back on little sleep no caffeine no food and water of course and that's been all possible and it's a testament to what the human body is capable of and I do think a lot of it is psychological so during the months that I have fasted in previous years I've had probably two or three coffees maximum During the month and then I just think to myself Well I'm kind of unstoppable now Why ruin a good thing? So I found it quite amazing that I lasted a good Strong four months And then I Unfortunately good or bad I decided you know what Life's too short To not have coffee I do enjoy it a lot So I went back to my ways And now I'm just balancing things out and I think that's the right thing to do. Everything in moderation, really, and that's the approach I'm taking. So I have about one to two coffees per day maximum, and that's doing me well. It's managing um, my sleep patterns quite well, and I'm getting I'm getting the the boost of energy that I need throughout each and every day without it impacting anything. So I'm quite happy about that. And I think I might try it this time round as well. I've done some crazy things during Ramadan. I do try to push myself as much as possible. So I can and have done quick, quick coffee, cold turkey. I may or may not do that going forward, but I'm probably two or three days in without any caffeine. And I think to myself, as long as the sleep is in order, coffee isn't that much of an issue. And I'm not one of those types of people that drink decaf. I'm not drinking coffee for the taste. I'm drinking coffee for the, uh, the boost that you get. And of course the taste, but I don't see the benefit of, of having decaf coffee personally. And the reason I mention coffee is it's, it's interesting what, you're, what you believe your body needs versus what you actually find out through practice what's actually required. And I'm finding that I'm trying to push through as best as possible with less food and less stimulus and just focusing on the essence of what Ramadan can bring and I'm trying to to appreciate food more I found myself actually going out to the shops and picking up random bits and pieces but I think I've got to the stage and point where my stomach's shrunk so much that I don't want to get any more snacks and treats going forward so I'm trying to be a lot more sensible and I think actually it's just become a norm now so I'm eating less which is a great thing it makes you realize that actually your body doesn't require that much food in order to sustain itself number 1 your body doesn't actually need this much stimulus whether it be sugar whether it be caffeine in order to function you can actually make good decisions at work you you don't actually make mistakes at work and i think i and the reason i use work as an example is a lot of non-muslims believe that it is extremely difficult to fast and yes it is but actually the I believe the high, the mental rigidity that you get from fasting is incredible and you, you are capable of so much and and it's proven by all the people that actually fast and function in everyday society so I think it's um, a great opportunity to really test yourself and I have gotten over that initial hump uh, and it's always difficult in the first few days but the headaches have reduced which is great I have actually begun exercising during Ramadan sometimes after Iftar and for the first time I decided to work out couple of hours before iftar and it's been really interesting actually at first I was really concerned about actually do I really want to be pushing myself in the state that I'm in but I've done it before in previous years I've actually done runs at the gym and weight things like that and yes it's been challenging but it's all the more satisfying so I think I'm going through this stage where I'm trying to push the boundaries of what my mind and body can take and setting down the foundation so that I can make the most of Ramadan going forward and and it was a good workout and the only reason I mention it is it's It's a mental thing, really, and the body touches on resources that you didn't think were available. So even after a long day at work, your body can keep giving and it can keep giving more. And I find that incredible. And it just amazes me because I think we all go back into the routine of, okay, fasting is done let's go back to normality and normality is what eating all the time drinking coffee all the time constant stimulus to try and get through each and every day but actually deduction often equates to a positive reaction and it's a great re- reminder and I think it's an interesting time because we have Acquired additional time during this COVID-19 pandemic And it's a good and a bad thing Because unfortunately everything pretty much is under lockdown And mosques are no exception And that has meant there's no Jumma at the mosques There's no Tarawih at the mosques at night and I think we're missing a fundamental element of Ramadan unfortunately and in that sense things have shifted and I'm lucky enough to have family around me during Ramadan but I have to spare a thought for those that are in isolation during Ramadan uh, that do not have that Comfort, that social interaction, that family bond, not necessarily because they don't have that available, but because they must remain in isolation. And they're having a different type of Ramadan altogether, even more so than what the majority of us are going through, i.e., without being able to go to the mosque. At least we have family around us. But imagine those that are at home on their own fasting by themselves and having iftar by themselves and suhoor by themselves so i do i do feel for those brothers and sisters that are in that position and there's so many situations and circumstances if you think deeply enough you'll find and there's always somebody worse off than you and I think it's a a good and a bad thing that we have all this time unfortunately we can't uh, enjoy Ramadan in the same way perhaps that we would have done in previous years but I think we have more time to reflect and contemplate on the the more important things perhaps that we may have neglected in the past but overall I think it's a great year almost like any other year it has everybody in great spirits and yes we're all in lockdown but I think the spirit is very much alive I think everyone's making the most of this month and it's funny time has flown already And I think some of us, even myself, I do get a little bit concerned before Ramadan begins and thinking, oh, it's going to be so challenging. A month is such a long time. But I think we're entering the fast forward phase of Ramadan. And, you know, if you blink, you'll miss it. So I think it's important to have in mind goals that you may want to achieve in the time that you have available it's a great opportunity to set them and achieve them with all the time available as I said for me personally my mental alertness attention to detail it actually gets heightened during Ramadan after a few days and I liken it to the alertness that I get from caffeine and I think it's a great chance to really focus on what matters and as long as you can put away all the distractions that you have with all the difficulties that are going on around the world and just really get down to basics I think it's a great chance for all of us to come out and emerge after Ramadan in a better footing so I'm looking forward to it I have found it quite challenging but I think I'm into the swing of things now and yeah, I just wanted to share the coffee withdrawal stage that I always go through and i always remember that somehow I managed to consistently quit coffee for four months after Ramadan's in previous years and that's not to say for anyone that's interested it's not to say that I didn't have any caffeine I made substitutes I think I actually did go down the decaf route but that didn't last very long um, and I replaced it with tea believe it or not totally different drinks I'm not really a tea fan but I gave it all a go and it worked. Just enough to keep me going. But I think it's incredible that you, th- you think you need something in order to push through and persevere. But actually, it's a great chance for you to realise what actually is needed and what isn't. And I would challenge anybody that's listening to take this great opportunity this Ramadan 2020 and think to themselves what have they wanted to tweak change, give up in the previous 11 months and they've never had the motivation or chance to do so and could this be the perfect time in order to do it and just test it out you know what they say, it takes 30 days in order to form a habit and I think that's what I adopted I ended up really pushing myself and getting myself to the 30 days limit without coffee and then honestly speaking the rest was pretty much set in stone ready to go and I attempted other things like intermittent fasting afterwards which worked really well and I've done that on and off. But if you're using the coffee as, as an example. And I'm so passionate about coffee. It is remarkable what you can achieve. If you put your mind to it. And Ramadan's a perfect opportunity. To try and do these types of things. Push yourself as far as possible. Whilst doing all the other things that we should be doing. During Ramadan as well. So I hope you've enjoyed this segment of Ramadan Reflections and hope to update you all next time